You are tuned into Your Voice, Your Power with Anika. Real lives, real stories, and real hope through transformational leadership. You have entered the safe zone. The safe space for creatives, executives, business owners, dreamers, and leaders of the new school. Sharing tips, tools, and resources to thrive with authenticity as authorities on a global scale. Transformation is power, and so is your truth. Stay tuned for The Real Deal with Anika and her guests. Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. Today, we have one of our favorite guests all the way from Montreal, Canada. It is Natasha Degazon. Say that again. No, you said it. <laughs> no, I didn't hear your question. No, I was saying your last name. Is it Degazon? Yes, Degazon. Yes. Yeah. I go by Natasha DG online anyway because it's less complicated. It's just easy for everybody. But that's exactly, you said it well. You're the first American that said it properly. <laughs> you like how I back down real quick. I was like, no, you say it. But I get it. My maiden name is French and people mess it up all the time. And so I, I was so glad to get married and get a new name. <laughs> what is it? What's your love? Prudhomme. Okay. Prudhomme. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. They mess, they mess it up real good. Real good. So tell the world who you are and what you do. My name is Natasha Dickensall. Natasha DG. I started my journey as a makeup artist and a uh, few years after I created a brand that that was offering makeup accessories to help women get equipped and to uh, help them build confidence. And now that ever since COVID hit, I knew there was a need to create a community to help women um, stay focused, build confidence to make and empower them to do bold moves. And so we have a new platform that um, that is called the Lady Boss Academy, in which we do have the, the brigade as well. And so I'm very excited about that. And so now I'm mentoring women. I absolutely love that because one of my favorite words is identity. And I talk about it all the time because I remember <laughs> I interviewed you in 2018 when I first started this podcast, which seems like forever ago. And I wasn't even the same woman then. Um, I've actually had two surgeries since then. I've gone through all of these identity crises with, you know, do I cut off my hair? Do I let my hair grow? Losing my hair, all these different things. So listening to you transforming from being a makeup artist to a mentor and helping women boss up, I'm loving it because we go through so many transitions in life. And we often feel like it's just us, you know, it's like we're in the closet, you know, trying to figure out what we want to put on today, but we may be swelling or we may have, you know, cramping or something, you know, the, the different things, you know, we, we never feel the same oftentimes when we wake up, especially going through, you know, motherhood and all these different seasons that women go through, you know, and so I'm loving to hear that you help women nurture Yes. those changes and and adopt new strategies to feel comfortable in your own skin 
Absolutely. Well, I needed that because in, if I will go back to COVID-19, like that's exactly the crisis I, I was going through because I, everybody got into every, it, the chaos that was going on got everybody mixed up on social media and social media was kind of safe space to do business and stuff like that but uh uh-uh, it was all mixed up and honestly I didn't have any I didn't I was trying to find myself but I was losing myself the more I was using social media and so I had to do a lot of uh on and off thing and mm-hmm. I I needed to find to to redefine myself as well and be like okay if I don't operate on social media how can I still be relevant today Mm -hmm. and that's where it came that that idea came came from that's awesome because we we become dependent on things and I think COVID let a lot of people know what was important and what wasn't because everybody had to shift it didn't matter if you worked from home or if you worked in an office like everybody had to do a deep dive and some self-reflection on who they are what they do and why they do what they do and Excellent. so it's really interesting because I, I go through um, I go through isolation issues, but I was running my business from home way before COVID. And I keep telling everyone that I would love to have a job outside of the house. And they say, why would you do that? Well, because when you don't have social interaction, it is, it is <laughs> depressing. And so now we have a society that has gone through um, this isolation and this this forced isolation and people's mental health is just deteriorating so bad because it wasn't by choice. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to you and and creating these organizations and communities where people are able to to have these conversations, you know, and really take time to to process their feelings. I think this is extremely important. Absolutely. And it's about exchanging and I have like somebody that can, that is open to listen as well. Cause mm-hmm. at, for, at, at the beginning we were in a fast, we were living in a fast paced uh, society and we didn't take the time to listen. And now, mm-hmm. and now that we are more uh, the way we are right now, we're more um, pushed to be like, to slow down and to be more aware of where we who we are with and our environment, I guess. Yeah. And I think we have to be more intentional about that because we probably were really laissez-faire. Like, you know, we we just went with the flow and was like, oh, but I think if anything, it taught us that time is not promised. Exactly. And you can't take anything for granted. For sure. So we might as well be intentional about what we do, how we do it, when we do it, where we do it and all that good stuff. So tell me, more about this Lady Boss Academy. This Lady Boss Academy, it's my little baby that I'm just launched. It's very fresh, and but I'm super excited to 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 be launching that um that app. It's an it's an app, but it's just a community for real of women that um that want that's going to support them. So um we have. Uh, weekly me- meetings to just to catch up and to just to discuss if there's any issues that we can be together and just discuss it that it could be anything and just as a group find a solution um so we t- we talk about as well beauty lifestyle and most of all the the 
something that I really like to talk about it's mindset because we are women we tend to be very we let our emotions be uh the we're emotional creatures yes we're well two emotional creatures and sometimes we have to take those out to make better decisions and so mindsets for me is definitely something that I that I wanted to uh include in that in that academy I think it's it's interesting because just recently I was reading something that said something about lead with your mind, not your heart. And years ago, I would contest that. But now I understand why that is important because I have made a lot of decisions based on emotion mm. and not necessarily logic. And I can teach it with the best of them, but I am the worst client. <laughs> I I can know what's right and I can know the truth, but until I'm ready to accept it, I don't implement it, which is horrible. And now I can say that my professional maturity has caught up with my knowledge and now they're intertwined and I'm making better decisions. But I always speak with that vulnerability because a lot of times we we can identify things. Doesn't mean that we always act on it. Exactly. You know, and so I I know a lot of women don't do the mindset work. They may do the self-study work, but that's a secret way of not forcing yourself to act on what you know. And so I challenge women today on this call, on this episode, get coached up, be held accountable because I, I remember when all this mindset coaching started and people didn't understand why it was important. You can know all the things in the world, but if your mind is not right, none of it will matter. Absolutely. So tell us how you help women intertwine beauty, lifestyle, and mindset, and why uh, Lady Boss Academy and also Lady Boss Brigade explain the difference, the benefits, and the features of these two offers. Well, the thing is that in my experience as a makeup artist, um, people like to, they hire us to make them look beautiful for one day, for one special occasion, but it's just for one day. The next day, once the makeup is done, gone, it's like they are back to their regular self. And it, and it's, I found it very sad to be, to do those things on special occasion. I do. I put makeup on myself not to feel good. I that's 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 for me. For me, it's a tool, and it's not because I'm a makeup artist. It's just because I I needed to nurture that that part of myself that needs to feel confident and well put. And for me, it's a value for me. And so the brigade is just for people that wants to <clears throat> that invites people to have questions because there's too much. Of, there's a lot of stuff going on online. And but the fact that you're going to you're joining a community that has the same issues that as as you, it makes you feel that you're less isolated. You are you create connections, you make new friends, and then you always you get a blueprint of how I should like and how I should cultivate that that nurture space. And it's funny. There's one thing that I've seen that I've that I've seen on Facebook that says there's a lot of women right now that that are who are asking, how can I be 
in my feminine energy. What when your feminine energy is the most natural, it's your natural self, and it's to, and it's just funny how we we are we feel disconnected. Mm-hmm. So that so that's one thing that I'm that I'm teaching that I want to that I'm bringing to into that brigade. The Lady Boss Academy. There's courses. There's documents. There's more resources. And then that's some that's for women that wants to go to another level, you know. That's that needs to be um, that needs to be trained. I could say that trained or have those those uh, um, for trainings. I could say courses where they need to de- develop self confidence and why we do stuff that we do. We, I don't. We don't just do cosmetics because we do cosmetics. We do something because you need to present your best self. Mm-hmm. I I appreciate that. And you said exactly what I wanted you to say is that makeup is a mask. And if your inside does not match your outside, it's all a facade anyway. And imposter syndrome is something that every woman has faced at some point in time in their life. And it is, I'm glad it has a name because a lot of us didn't know what the name was. And we get these labels of depression and, you know, we're really quick to go somewhere and get a mental health label. But ultimately it's, it's really trying to be congruent with the changes in your body, the changes in your mind, the changes in your hormones, and kind of keeping up with those changes and what they mean for us. And so I want to, first of all, give women permission to feel, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times we feel like we're not allowed to feel, but you are absolutely allowed to feel and nurture your feelings, get in tune with them so that you know how to communicate what you're feeling to people like you and, and to experts and others that are helping you be your best self. Um, and I think that that's something that we need to talk about more often is that it's okay to feel. Yes, we we talk about mindfulness. We talk about mindset. We talk about all of these things, but you have to embrace those feelings and get in tune with what it means because a lot of times it has to do with our intuition. You know, we're, we're being told these things that something's not right with your body or, you know, something's changing or whatever. And, and we're, we're constantly trying to put up a makeup to, to mask what's happening. And we're trying to change our clothes and our hair color to mask what's happening on the inside. But we need to be transparent and authentic and really walk in our true feminine power. As you mentioned, I was like, I like that. How can uh-huh. I embrace my feminine energy? And it's just be you. Absolutely. I think it sounds simple and, and, and we can tell women that all day long, but their question is how, but you offer that in, in your, um, (laughs) in your academy. And you are also working on a, what? A book. (laughs) Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And tell me, what is this book about? This book is called is titled uh, breaking out of the boxes the eight pillars of the fat of becoming femme fatale and obviously i'm bringing out the foundations of becoming um this woman that's that attractive but is that knows who she is that embrace her feminine energy but it's all it's also like a little I'm sharing a bit, a bit about my life as well because I've been, I've been brought up in such it's so much, 
in an environment that was so uh, I was I felt too much protected. I was overprotected. Mm -hmm. So don't cut your hair. It's not feminine. Don't do those kind of stuff. And I, at one point in my life, I was like, you know what? I can't I can't do this. I don't feel like I, I there's something I know I have something in me that is greater than what I'm living it. Mm -hmm. So I needed to to break those uh those walls of <clears throat> of being shy of not saying what I needed to say to to be more present to be to say what I need to say and to say no sometimes mm -hmm. I have to say no and put my foot down and so that book really is the blueprint to be that woman and I liked I liked I'm mostly talking to women that are mainly in 35, age to 30, 35, 45, but because I feel it's a, it's a bracket that it's so neglect, neglected and it's mm -hmm. a bracket where they, today they're a bit lost because they still feel like those beautiful uh, days are gone. It was in my twenties when it's not because you can reinvent yourself more than ever to now today. And so I wanted to encourage those women, empower them to be, to be sexy, to feel good about themselves and to um, embrace who they are. I love it. I fall in that bracket and I reinvent myself every Monday. So <laughs> I like I'm that. cracking up because it's the truth. You know, um, you start off the week really good and really, you know, refreshed and powerful and, and focused and, and driven. And as the week goes on and life gets a hold of you, it's like you question everything. It's, it's like, am I doing the right thing? Am I a good mom? Am I a good wife? Am I a good business owner? What am I doing? You know, and I think that a lot of people go through that, but life has a way of wearing you down if you like, yeah. and if you don't have the right support in place. That's so, for sure. Yeah. And so it sounds like you created this because you understand that we need that support, not to mention we need the permission. Sometimes we have to give ourselves permission to say no. I think, I think I learned how to say no at 35. Maybe. Wow. No, no, it wasn't even 35. I think I, I entertained it at 35 and I think I perfected it at 40. Mm. Now I'm getting real good at it. At 41. I'm like, yep. Nope. Not now I'm unapologetic about it. And that's, that's, that's a feeling of freedom. Like, yes. I, I was just telling my husband last night, I was like, I previously made a decision for everybody else. Now I'm making decisions for me, you know, it's, because we I, do that. I see myself and what you're saying. And it's, and you know, ever since I got into the business world, people were saying all kind of stuff because I was so, I, I like to serve people. So I, but I was neglecting myself. Mm -hmm. At one point, I was like, ah, "Enough is enough." I sh I'm showing up for people, but I can't show up for myself. I, there's something that I needed to to break, and then ever since, you know, like, people need to readjust them th themselves to that new reality. And then mm -hmm. for sure, you're gonna get you're gonna experience resistance. People won't like it because you you've been so available. Yes, but unfortunately, I don't care anymore. You you could talk bad about me go ahead but now I need to to be in that freedom uh, yeah. you, you said it well to be unapologetic about that it's another level of freedom I, it's yeah. so powerful what you just said I'm like 
I got chills just listening to yeah. <laughs> hearing you yeah. saying that, you know? Yep. I'm learning how to put do not disturb on my phone. I'm learning how to say no. I'm learning how to mean what I say. And, and that's the thing is that previously I've always been very careful about how I approach things, how I say things, but I realized that that, that didn't serve me. It served mm-hmm. everybody else. Yes. And, and we can even walk and teach in this stuff. I mean, who I've been in mental health for so long. It's like, I knew all the things that I was doing and I knew it was wrong. And I knew I was the worst patient, the worst client, but it was comfortable. It was, I mean, I've done it so long. It's like, that's just what I do. <laughs> and yet I say, I can't stand people that are like, that's just the way it's always been. Mm. <laughs> What's the difference? That's exactly how I was. But ultimately, I think that I think that we have to work together to give every woman the power and the courage and the confidence and the conviction to walk in their own power, knowing who they are, what they are, and what they have to offer the world without apology. Yes. I love it. And so, I also, and I, this is something I just wanted to add. It's just that something that I'm going to, that's going to be included in that book. I'm, I'll be addressing the, the, the independent woman, how it's not what we, it's not what we were, preaching today like I don't need this I don't need that I don't need anybody that's not independence I'm really addressing that in a way that it's it's to be it to be independent it's to be resourceful not to that I don't need I don't need my sister I don't need my brother I don't need nobody it's about being resourceful I'm writing this down because that's a whole workshop Mm, I absolutely love this. And I think that's why you have some people that don't like independent women. Say that again. I said, that's why people don't like independent women because it's not necessarily that they don't need it. It's, it's the fact that even if you don't need it, it doesn't mean you don't want it. It just means that you have the ability to provide it for yourself. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But yes, I love this. I love this. We could go on and on and on, but I'm going to wrap up. I want to ask you if there's anything else that you would like to tell our audience and specifically um, women between 35 and 45 who may feel a bit lost, as you said. And I wrote down a note from what you said, self-neglect in service. We can serve others, but do not neglect yourself in giving to the world and having nothing left for yourself. Any last words for our audience today? Um, yes, I would say uh, um, Instagram, Facebook is not reality. You need to create your own. If you need to turn off and remove those apps, go ahead. I've done it. I've done it in the past two years. I've done it many times until I was ready to be on it um, for good but I don't need to, to those apps, but those apps, if you're on it, be mindful. It's not reality. Create your, your what's pro- being promoted as um, beauty. It's not necessarily, necessarily your reality or what you should be aiming at. Take a piece of paper and write it down. What wh- Write what you need to work on to feel good and confident, and but it, don't compare it don't put it against against Instagram. I love it. You said it's not reality. Walk in your own truth, face your own reality, and stop comparing yourself to others. 
This yes. was another wonderful edition of Your Voice, Your Power with Anika and Natasha Degazon <laughs> of Lady Boss. Um, thank you all for tuning in. As always, stay powerful. <laughs>